From herbs and essential plant oils, experience the difference of a natural beauty for yourself. Nature in Beauty offers an array of beauty, pampering, and healing options from hair care services to massage therapy and body treatments, mindful manicures and pedicures, skin care and facials, organic makeup application, even tutorials are available. Care from the inside out comes from Nature in Beauty, now celebrating a brand new location on Canal Street in historic downtown New Smyrna Beach. Call 386-576-6730 or learn more about the organic products and services offered by visiting natureinbeautyorganics.com. Just for you, WSBP. Good morning. Good morning, good morning to you. Oh my goodness. Another nice crisp morning out there. Amy Ryan taking things over in Studio 1A. It's a Wednesday. You know what that means. We're going to spend a few moments talking with my friend Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in Deland. Miss Sherry, we missed you last week. So happy to have you back in the studio. Happy New Year. Same to you. Same to you. Sorry <clears throat> that I had to miss last week, but sometimes court calls. Hey, you know, duty calls. I got to say, you, <laughs> that's far more important <laughs> what you're doing. We were just talking about really kind of how much you do and and the juggle that is when you're, you've are you got to be this place and this place and this place. So it's really great that you have a good team you know that you can depend on. Yeah, I mean, on. my team and my people uh, in the office are really critical to getting all of this and keeping it all together and continuing to provide, you know, high quality attentive services to our clients, even though I can't be everywhere all the time. But you make sure your clients are always taken care of. They Absolutely. can pick up the phone. They've got somebody, somebody that can There's help. Somebody to call in the office if I'm not there. Um, somebody to call in the office who knows about their case and knows and you know can talk to them and at a minimum can take a really great message and get right back to them once they've talked to me. It's really so, so important to have that assurance and peace of mind, really not just in your field, but in any field. I've had this same conversation, I feel like, multiple times just since the start of the new year. You know, we had somebody on that was also saying the same thing. He was actually bringing up in, in his company, He's got his, his, he calls her <laughs> his work wife, uh-huh. right hand, right? Mm-hmm. He said, I could not wake up and go about my day or function with without her. And they have, over the course of 40 years, been in three different positions. And he said he just brings her everywhere. And if you look, I think more and more now, companies are really looking at the value of putting together a team like that. Well, it's important, especially in the practice of law that, again, there's, you know, a lot of the cases that we do, we work on extend over months or even, you know, we we hope not years, but sometimes we have cases that are a little more complicated. And so um, it is not just a, you know, come in. Sometimes we do just consult with clients and um, and maybe we don't hear from them again or we don't do anything else for them for a while. But, um, but, you know, a lot of our cases involve, you know, us continuing to be involved with the family for, at least a period of time. So when you talk about how some of those cases are more involved or more complicated, I'm going to venture to say maybe that has to do a lot of times with like remarriages, divorces, uh, other spouses. Well, as I was driving here today, I'm thinking about the topic and, and, and oftentimes I talk about, you know, things that have been, you know, active in the office recently, but uh, dealing with issues 
both on the estate planning side and on the probate side with uh, with second or blended families. You know, it's not even really second families, but typically we're dealing with a spouse that is not the parent of the children um, or not or not all of the children. And uh, and really, at least some cases we've had over the last couple of weeks has kind of hammered home the importance of getting some estate planning done while you're alive and capable of doing that so that what you want to have happen will happen. Because, um, you know, recently we've had several cases where uh, a marriage um, with where the, the spouse is not the parent of the, the child or children. And both of them have passed away in relatively quick succession. One of them has passed away one month and then another month or two later or closer uh, the other one passes away, and what we ends up happening is that uh, family property, say the home, you know, the, the homestead where children of first person, first spouse to die, uh, were raised, ends up in the hands of the stepchildren, you know, the children of the second spouse. You know, in some cases where you know children that were not even close to this, you know, to anybody, mm-hmm. you know, maybe even were estranged, and so, uh, and so the situation we, you know, want to I think talk about today is how do you how do you deal with that proactively to make sure that at the end that we take care of everybody, but that at the end, after the death of both spouses, that the assets end up in the hands where they're supposed to be. Good topic today. Looking forward to diving right into that. And we will do just that when we return. We are focusing this Wednesday morning on Elder Law, talking with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. We will be back with more. You are listening to The Great Voice of Volusia County on the stations of WSBB Radio. The stations of WSBB is your home for financial advice from Dave Ramsey. Jordan's in Daytona Beach. Hey, Jordan, welcome to the Dave Ramsey Show. Hey, Dave, how are you today? Better than I deserve. What's up? Dave Ramsey, with advice that makes sense into dollars. Weekday afternoons on WSBB. From your WSBB 2020 Volusia County Newsroom, I'm Amy Ryan. The pandemic was front and center in our state's capital as Governor DeSantis kicked off the two-month legislative session yesterday with his State of the State address. We reject the biomedical security state that curtails liberty, ruins livelihoods, and divides our society. And we will protect the rights of individuals to live their lives free from the yoke of restrictions and mandates. State lawmakers will take up the governor's nearly $100 billion state budget proposal and redraw the state's political boundaries. Florida, meanwhile, is in strong fiscal shape despite the ongoing pandemic. The governor says Florida's revenues have beat expectations by billions of dollars over the last year and a half. December's revenues came in at more than $500 million over the latest monthly estimate. And this is all being done with no income tax. Over the next 60 days, lawmakers are set to approve that state budget and consider dozens of bills, including a proposed $1 billion gas tax holiday to offset sticker shock at the pump. If Washington, D.C. won't change course, then we have a responsibility to step up on behalf of our Floridians. And from your WSBB 2020 Volusia County Newsroom, I'm Amy Ryan. This 2020 Volusia County News update is brought to you by Civitas Upscale Senior Living Communities, including the Gallery at Port Orange, 
the springs of Park Hill in Orange City, and the azure of Palm Coast. Learn more about our communities, signature programs, and the lifestyle options available to you by calling one of our properties or online at CivitasSeniorLiving.com. Business is changing today. Experts call it a global market. And more and more companies are having their employees work from home. Now, this makes a challenge for the employee and their family. You still need privacy and an atmosphere conducive to get to work. A great recommendation is to call the solution people at Top Drawer Custom Closets. You know, the people who design more space in your closets? Yeah. They're also the experts to design your in-home office. They will work with you to understand your needs and then design a custom office with all the work and storage space you need there. You have it all. A great job, a great home office, and a parking spot as if you were the CEO. Call Top Drawer Custom Closets at 386-761-8775. Ask for a free home office consultation. For more, go online to topdrawercustomcloasets.com. Are you looking for something more than just your average pedicure? Elite Feet offers exclusive and advanced foot care services proudly serving every guest with exceptional customer service, delivering a true high-end experience with the highest level of sanitation. Each treatment is customized by master pedicurist Emily Morosco and advanced manicurist Kate Titus to meet the specific needs of each and every guest. The Elite Feet Studio is at 4319 South Ridgewood Avenue in Port Orange. Call today and make your appointment or schedule a bit of pampering for that special someone. 386-717-3311. Also online at EliteFeet386.com. Elite Feet, where they're a step above the rest. Guess what's new at the Grill at Riverview? The Grill at Riverview, now offering up their selections anytime on their new all-day menu. That's right. Enjoy your favorite selections from the Grill at Riverview any time of day. A mouth-watering dinner for lunch? Why not? How about a bit of lunch at dinner time? From small bites and light fare to full entrees. Whatever you're craving, whenever you're craving it. It's the all-day menu from the Grill at Riverview, featuring award-winning food, wine, and unbeatable views. Reservations available by calling 428-1865. The Grill at Riverview, Flagler Avenue, Beachside, on the river. WSBB. And we are back. Continuing our focus this Wednesday morning on elder law, we are talking with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. Ms. Sherry, for folks that are listening this morning, if they do want to reach out and get in touch with you or maybe speak to another member of your awesome team, what is a good way for them to do that? Well, they can give me a call over in DeLand at 386-738-5599 or email me at radio at Aiken, and that's A-K-I-N-LawLaw.com. So just before the break, we were talking about, you know, what to do proactively in situations where there's a blended family. You know, many times when you come on the show, we talk about those instances where, okay, maybe you've got documents in place, you, you've got an estate plan, but there are certain situations where you need to go back and update that divorce being one of them. Well, divorce and marriage definitely are two, two situations. And when we're dealing with... Um, you know, marrying um, a, a spouse who is not the parent of your children, uh, you know, collectively, you know, this could be both, you know, two-sided here. One has to take into consideration what uh, inheritance rights 
spouses in Florida automatically have. And that's whether you're a brand new spouse, whether you're a spouse of 50 years, whether you're a, an estranged spouse that um, you are, you know, you're married, but, you know, you haven't seen or, you, you know, by agreement, you guys are just a step apart. Sure. Um, a spouse is a spouse is a spouse. And so these individuals have these rights. And, um, and one thing, uh, and, and then there's, then there, of course, is the co-ownership. If you own, co-own assets with a spouse, you need to understand what that means. And so, for example, say um, uh, you get married and you own your home. And um, when you get married, you uh, decide to title that house in the name of you and your new spouse. But you want to make sure that that house goes to your, your children, not his or her children. Um, well, if you die first, um, the, the spouse is going to get the house, not because of homestead rights or marital rights or anything like that, but because they're the surviving owner. Right. You know, so the question is the order of death. And like I said, with, with COVID and with just a variety of other things that's been happening over the last two years, we've seen a lot of, you know, situations where, where you know, where a, a couple ends up dying, you know, one dies, you know, and then the other one dies not too uh, far later, you know, you know, days or weeks or months. And, um, and, and there's no plan made for what happens to these, to these assets. So at the end, it really depends on who died first. And so if you, so again, if the goal here is to take the family home, uh, make sure that that, fa that home passes to the children of the spouse who bought that home, purchased the home, uh, built the home, whatever, and had it before the marriage, then you need to take some steps within the process. And of course it's homestead. So the spouse by statute has some rights to live there or after death can elect a 50% ownership in the property unless you make some other plans here. Uh, these rights are waivable. Uh, there's a statute that permits post-nuptial agreements. We have prenuptial agreements in Florida and post-nuptial agreements. If it's a post-nuptial agreement, there is more, um, a st more stringent um, asset um, disclosure requirements. But I think that in you know, in good faith, you're, you're a married couple. I think there ought to be disclosure anyway. Right. I think that we are, everyone needs to know what it is they're waiving um, when, when they're doing so. And the other thing here is that when it comes to enforcing these agreements, if it ends up being one-sided or one spouse is not aware of what all they, they what were waiving, a court can throw it out. So it's really important that we have all the information out there <clears throat> to support it. But the point is, is that um, when you when you get married, you know the, these are not easy conversations necessarily to have. But the, the point to understand here is that sometimes um, the order of things interferes with what you want. And maybe you know you're married, and of course your spouse wants to be sure that your house goes to your children. And we've always agreed on that and everything. But say again, you die, and then the spouse dies not too far later, and it turns out that the spouse maybe has children that either uh, or estranged or maybe you don't actually really know about, you know. So now they're in the picture now. Meanwhile, your child is a stepchild to the second, you know, the, the second spouse who dies, and they don't have any rights to anything. They're legal strangers. So I imagine if, you know, say you've had these, uh, these documents already in place, but you then divorce, and you don't think you're ever going to get remarried, but here, boom, five years later, out of the blue, you do get remarried. And before you can even update that paperwork, something tragic happens. And I imagine that 
that's going to be quite a situation. Yeah. And, and that's exactly, you know, and again, because especially with, with COVID and, and everything, what we're seeing a lot of is people sort of dying out of order. You mm-hmm. know, when you sit down and think about what's going to happen to your assets when you die, you, you in your mind, you're saying, I'm going to die first, and then you know this person's going to die, or this, this person's going to die before me because he's 12 years older than me or 15 years older than me, 30 years older than me. Um, but we don't know that. And that's one of the things that COVID's kind of, um, you know, brought to bear here is, um, you know, people not dying when they're supposed to, as it were, right. as it were, not to be, to be morbid about this. But, um, but you, what you need to consider instead is that doing these documents is part of the getting married process as opposed to, well, let's get married, then we're going to take care of this. Of course, if you get divorced, there's a statute that automatically uh, undoes an estate plan that never got amended. So there's a statute that says if you have left a document that was signed during a marriage and um, subsequently there is a divorce and is never changed, then those documents are uh, implemented as if the the former the ex-spouse predeceased, you know, uh, and, and is not there to be the personal representative to be an inheritor or anything like that. You know, flip. You know, the flip side here is if you actually want to benefit a former spouse, and I've had those situations as well, you need to actually update the plan after the divorce so that it can say. You know, in the, it, it takes it outside the act, the uh, the effectiveness of that statute because these documents would have been signed after the divorce. Lot to think yeah. about. Lot to think about. We will be back as we continue our focus on elder law. We are talking with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in Deland. You are listening to the Great Voice of Volusia County on the stations of WSBB Radio. Choices. Thanks for listening to us. What's the point of listening to anyone else? It's all I need. The stations of WSBB. WSBB. Do you remember what you had for dinner last night? Well, if you don't, it's probably because it wasn't memorable. For a memorable lunch, dinner, or weekend brunch, make it the Baker's Table, Beachside on Atlantic Avenue. Enjoy a great array of selections, always artfully prepared by Chef Jamie. And save room for a sweet ending of homemade desserts created by Jeanette. The Baker's Table, fine dining at reasonable prices. Open Wednesday through Saturday for lunch and dinner, Saturday and Sunday at 10 for their now famous brunch. Reservations not required, but suggested by calling 386-423-6656. The Baker's Table, 4154 South Atlantic Ave, Beachside, New Smyrna Beach. For menu and more, log on to thebakerstable.com. Do you need a new roof or roof repair but don't know who to trust? Then you need to talk with AWS Roofing. We know how to get the job done and done right. If you want and expect your roofing company to clean up when they are done, and if you'd like a variety of options available to you before you make your decision, it's as easy as AWS. That's AWS Roofing. Call for a free estimate. 386-423-3076. That's 386-423-3076. Or online at awsroofing.com. We are AWS Roofing. Roofing done right. Direct from Poland and making their debut tour in the United States, the Poland Bynapski Philharmonic Orchestra comes to the stage of Peabody Auditorium, Saturday, January 15th at 7 p.m.
This evening of music at the Peabody Auditorium will feature Wynafsky's Violin Concerto No. 2 and Schubert's Symphony No. 9. Tickets available at the Peabody Auditorium box office and through Ticketmaster. For more information, call the Daytona Beach Symphony Society at 386-253-2901 or visit dbss.org. And we are back, continuing our focus this Wednesday morning on elder law, talking with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in Deland. Again, Ms. Sherry, for folks that are listening, if uh, if things are starting to hit home with them about what we're talking about today, what is a good way that they can reach out and get in touch with you? Again, give me a call over in Deland at 386-738-5599. Email me at radio at aiken-law.com. Or stop by to see us. Our offices are located just west of downtown DeLand at 600 West New York Avenue. So just before the break, we were talking about the the statute that's in place. So if you, you know, perhaps did not get around to updating your documents after a divorce, but then you pass, we don't assume everything's automatically going to go to that spouse, say there are no children or immediate yeah, family. No, if you've got uh, estate documents, including uh, beneficiary designations on life insurance and retirement plans, um, uh, the um, there's a statute that would require those, doc- those, those things to be implemented as though the former spouse predeceased. So again, if the goal here or maybe in your divorce decree that you maintain a life insurance policy or that you designate a spouse beneficiary of this, that, or the other thing. You want to double, as part of your divorce, of so whatever side of the divorce you're on, as part of the divorce itself, you want to make sure that your counsel is making sure that those documents are getting done and that you're actually seeing that they're done. Because, uh, again, a lot of times after the divorce, people just kind of don't want to deal with it at all. And then they come out, you know, five, eight, ten years down the road, you know, ex-spouse dies and you find out that they didn't comply with that it's very hard at that point to say wait a minute life insurance company that that should have been me you know because here's my divorce decree you know it's a it's a claim against the estate but if the estate doesn't have any assets then you know you got an issue so it's really really on you you know on the onus is on you while everything is still fresh to make sure this is all got gets done. So that's very interesting now, because I know that is, that's a common part of a divorce decree outside of the situations where you might say, okay, we divorced, but we still have, you know, a friendly relationship or what have you. I would like to leave you X Mm -hmm. amount, something that's actually stipulated in that divorce decree. You know, and that's when, when we do probate, in probate estates, we do ask about, you know, you know, was the decedent divorced? And and when I do estate planning, I ask the same thing. And, and I'll ask, you know, in your divorce decree, were were you, did you, were you obligated to do something to maintain a life insurance policy, to name a beneficiary of a specific asset where you could, cause that's still, that's a, that's a court order. But the point is, is if, you know, you're trying to enforce it, you know, 10 years down the road, but you hadn't done anything in the interim. You run, you run into some trouble because of, of life and, and just the, the organization of assets and things like that. So would they then have, 
Say say that wasn't done. Say they didn't get out the life insurance policy or the X amount of dollars. Oh, and you would file a claim against the estate. They would have a the claim. Amount, again, against that. That would be a separate claim, and you have to file that. There's case law that indicates that um, compliance with... Uh, the, you know, with the requirements of a divorce decree that that makes you a creditor. Wow, great topic today. We just this this oh gosh, just flew right yes. by. I feel like we could probably spend a week talking about this. One more time, really quickly, give us that phone number seven three eight five five nine nine. Miss Terry, always a pleasure. We will be back again next week, same place, same time. Do this all over again. We have got to make way now for CBS News. It's coming up at the top of the hour. And then we'll get you right back to more of the very best music to get you through this Wednesday. Do make it a great today. We are the stations of WSBB. Locally owned, community focused. AM 1230 WSBB, New Smyrna Beach. And stereo.